That's great. I think that related to uh, your interesting paper late, lately about meta learning through happy and plasticity a random network. If you can tell us yeah. the inspiration, because I think that's ha- happened in the nature that when you have a damages in the morphology and it's still functioning and how the system is responsive. I, I, if you can tell us what is, firstly, what is happy and plasticity, uh, if you can explain firstly. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, yeah, that's one work I'm really excited about that we just um, uh, recently put on archive. So the idea in, in heavy and learning is that uh, instead of starting from, for example, fixed weights, the idea in heavy and learning is, and that's also one of the processes that had been shown to happen in, in our brains, basically, when you learn. So heavy and learning in the, is a simple, the, the, the basic form of heavy and learning is that two neurons in our brain that always fire together if they are connected, then the connection between those two neurons becomes stronger over time. Uh, And so this is a mechanism, this is one of the main mechanisms that our brains learn is that that this process happens. And so certain um, synapses get strengthened over time. Other synapses, if they don't fire together or if if one fires before the other, they might get weakened over time. So during our lifetime, the connections in our brains change in strength and there's also new connections, new synapses that get formed and new neurons that get born. So it's a, it's a learning mechanism that is used in, in our brain. Uh, and in our work, we use this mechanism to... So we, we wanted to um, explore the idea of uh, going the complete opposite of what normally people would do in deep reinforcement learning. So normally people would train a neural network and then these, the weights that the, that the agent is born with are the weights found through deep reinforcement learning, but the agent doesn't change those weights. So we, we ask ourselves the question, what if we start every time the agent starts its lifetime, uh, we start with completely random weights, and so we don't train the weights at all. The only thing we train is different types of heavy learning rules. Like, And different types of heavy learning rules, I mean... Um, how much does it take into account that um, the presynaptic neuron fires or the postsynaptic neuron fires or, or if both fire together? So we have these different parameters that for every connection in this neural network determine how much should the weight change during the lifetime of the agent. So each time step while the agent interacts with the environment, the network is dynamic and changes and, and finds its own um, uh, uh, changes the, the, the weights uh, in a, in a sense, in a, through um, what's learned, the, and these parameters are learned through evolution. So evolution has to figure out how to best control um, these, how to to set these parameters so that the weights go to some point in the weight space that would allow the agent to perform well in the particular uh, domain. Mm-hmm. That's great. So I think if you can just tell us what could be limitation compared to reinforcement learning. Uh, for this technique, is this a limitation you had really now? You know. Yes. Um, so, so one thing we one thing we noticed, of course, if you if you have uh, like we also applied this to a quadruped, a simulated quadruped robot, and if you if you know if your morphology is fixed, that means that I always have the robot running on a fixed morphology with um, mm-hmm. that I know in advance then you, you're better off with deep reinforcement learning. Uh, it probably finds uh, a, morpholo- a, a controller that's more high-performing. But what we also show in the paper is that if the robot during its lifetime um, is damaged, for example, like I, I damage a leg, um, then 
uh, it's easier for the Hebbian network to adapt to this changed morphology without giving it any additional reward during its lifetime, uh, while a fixed network that was that's trained through the normal deep reinforcement learning process fails. So if you want generality, uh, this is a useful approach that allows the network to to adapt to slight variations in morphology and 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 some some form of damages. Of course, it does. It's not it's not magically. Uh, allowing it to adapt to any damage, but uh, to some form of damages. While if you just, if you know that you're for certain that the morphology will not change, there will be no damage, there will be no unexpected events, then the typical reinforcement learning approach might be better. Um, mm -hmm. so, so it depends, it's a little bit depending on how much generality uh, you want and how much adaptation uh, you want in your, in your method.